actually what then happens is like every six months or so I can go back to John Lewis or, or Waterstones and say oh look we've got a memory game now you're taking you know let's say you know five however many of these products already you should maybe take you know half the amount in the in the activity books or in the memory game and so and I, and sometimes I need to sit back and like actually right that's quite powerful actually you're actually speaking to these guys and you're actually pitching them and mm. you're already in there so you know hopefully they'll take more of your products and you continue to expand over the years and, and build on what you have and so um just having that and that this is you know potentially an ongoing revenue stream that you have that you can basically you know hopefully expand obviously there might be ups and downs and you know trends and things like that but um okay so hello everyone hello there everyone um welcome to the a conversation series on the sound of a crowd podcast so this is the standalone series where we explore the lives the journey and celebrate the success of individuals from a ghanaian heritage or interest in short and sweet episodes and today i'm joined by the founder of very very puzzled patrick adam um so a little bit about very very puzzled um so they offer families of all backgrounds the opportunity to explore and learn more about the richness of africa and the african caribbean community i'm really excited about these products um i've been seeing them um just get better and better over the years and uh patrick i think we met each other at a networking event i think it was one of the tech networking events within the african community um and then here we are how many years later <laughs> how are you doing patrick welcome to, welcome to the show i'm very well thank you for having me uh adrian so i think we met at um young guy young blunt uh Ghanaian, um uh event so um and they have a, a a whatsapp group as well so um yeah Quite absolutely there. yes i don't think you get started your podcast then and so yeah so. yeah i think it was probably just around about the time it's it's funny because i think i met you maybe just before i started or just yeah. after i started i think one of those periods you know it's such a long time ago now when you think about yeah. it this is january 2020 for those of you who don't know it's when i started uh, but i had the idea in 2019 you know I, and i told people i was going to start this and here, here we are 2024 it's, it's amazing um it's gone full circle because i did my first episode in accra in january 2020 and now i'm back in accra again january 2024 and about to do season six it's crazy um just see it's crazy how life works um but yeah look patrick it's great to have you in the show you're one of those um entrepreneurs that i've known for some time and, and i think we just had one of those moments the other day when we had a quick call when, where, where i was like i was in the uber we had a quick call and i was like why well, haven't they got you on the show before but you know what they say everything works out for a reason God's timing is the best. And lo and behold, I think you're in a really, I mean, I mean, you're in a fairly solid place at the moment in terms of where very, very positive is and where it's going. I mean, we are going to get into that. You know, I mean, you're stocked in Hamleys, Warstones, uh, John Lewis. We're going to get into all of the good stuff. Um, but yeah, um, let's go straight into the interview. Um, just give, give our audience for those of them that don't know about Very, Very Puzzled and what you're doing in the toy and the game space. Just to just explain the, the product and the, uh, yeah explain the public to the to the audience <laughs> yeah sure thank you for that introduction i think you kind of covered a lot of it so we are very puzzled um and the idea really started uh because of my daughter um i wanted to make sure that she was uh confident and proud of her Ghanaian heritage we're not doing very well at the football at the moment but you know <laughs> this it comes and goes 
but no, I just wanted her to be happy. Um, we live in the UK and, you know, mm-hmm. we're seen as a minority, but I wanted her to feel fully confident um, in who she was. And so, yeah, the idea of Very Puzzled was, um, came out from that. Um, as you've said, you know, we're now stopped in Hamleys, John Lewis and Waterstones. It hasn't necessarily been an easy journey. Um, mm. We started in 2018. Mm-hmm. So it's taken us a number of years um, to get into those shops, but these things take time. Um, and I think, yeah, we are in a good position. Hopefully we can now um, find distributors um, so that we can get into more shops in the UK, but also um, in Europe and um, America and the rest of the world. Excellent. I love it. 2024 spells out world domination, European domination, African domination. We love it. The whole, the whole shebang, you know, forget about world war. This is about puzzles going around the world, you know, about to make lives better and happier. I'm really excited about this, Patrick. Um, it's one of my favorite products out there, I must say. And, you know, we're going to talk about how you've really diversified the product, how you've really adapted the product to different brands as well, which I think is really, really clever. And you've really, really, you know, f- you know, take looked at open out of the box um, methods to really, you know, just make the most out of this product. Um, really, it's really beautiful to hear that your daughter kind of like led you to kind of create the product. Um, I think that's really exciting. Um, I, I mean, how does she feel about you know, where it, where it is today and how, you know, the business has grown or because of an idea that she kind of gave you. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, she's 12 now. So when I started, she was about uh, six or so. So mm-hmm. before it was a lot easier. She was a lot more, I don't know, happy and involved. Now she's a lot older. She has a phone. She has her own friend group. So, um, and I'm just not cool um, at all. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, I think she gets it and she appreciates it. Um, mm. and, and part of the whole thing is she's my co-founder, so she's in the business with me. So it's not that I'm doing it because of her or for her. We're kind of mm-hmm. in tandem. And so the idea was that she could learn the business. Um, and so you know. Once she finishes college, um, school, college, university, whatever it might be, she has that as an inheritance potentially, but also she's seen things, you know, from the inside. Um, and, 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 you know, she does contribute in that she'll give me suggestions for products. She will also review existing products and, you know, she will from time actually highlight flaws and, and improvements that can be made. So she's very vocal and, and she does contribute in those ways. Um, yeah. When I ask her and when she wants to be involved, then she also has, you know, ideas in terms of go to market and who should be approached or how certain things can be done. Um, so it's not, it's not just a gimmick and I'm not just using her as a prop because, you know, she'll see, and it's sometimes the smallest things where we had the Ghana activity book and it was talking about adding up like food. So, you know, a child like has a, a menu and they need to pick what food they might want or they need to, yeah, and mm-hmm. one of the things she called out quite quickly was like, yeah, but the Fanta you've got here is a can. Ghana, the Fanta is a bottle. Like, this is an accurate. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's small, it's trivial, but also it, it, it is important. It's the, like, she's got attention to detail that I don't always have because, yeah, I've, maybe I've got more things to worry about, but that's just my excuse. So, so yeah, she's she's very great in, in that regard. And she, you know, yeah, so... I'm fully supportive of her being in the business and always encourage her to participate and contribute, you know, as much as she can. And um, when she feels like it, she does. 
That's incredible. That's an absolutely amazing story. <laughs> um, you have a 12, 12 year old co co CEO. Um, her, her resume, her, her resume or a CV is looking fantastic even before she even hits the legal age of working. Um, when she, yeah. I also love the fact that, you know, you're leaving something behind for your daughter, generational wealth. Um, you know, you're thinking ahead. Um, she's involved in the business and also she's, she's also, you know, your audience to be potentially as well, because, you know, yeah. these are the kind of people that are going to, of course, we can talk, we're going to talk about, you know, puzzles for older people as well, but this is potentially like probably one of your main audiences, if I'm correct, right? The young, the, the young kids who are going to use the product and what better way to have, you know, your own kid to actually test and give feedback on the product and help you to improve it and, you know, and give you feedback and, you know, keep you up to date with all of the, you know, the, the lingo and the slang or whatever, you know, all these little, exactly. you know, connotations that, you know, relate to someone her age. So I think it's fantastic. And I think you've made the right decision doing what you've done and you're doing a great job. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so, I mean, I think we will, we will kind of go into the product a, a little bit later and, you know, we'll go to the share screen and then, you know, we'll kind of go through the product. So, you know, so the viewers who are watching on YouTube, they can kind of see, you know, what the product looks like and all the different, you know, um, products that you have to, for sale. Um, give us a quick breakdown of very, very puzzled. So in terms of like the name itself, like how did, how did, how did that come about? Yeah. I mean, I mean, backstory, I had, I had, I registered a company. It's called Osebo Limited. Osebo in a uh, tree is, is the leopard. Um, and I had other ideas. It's only when I sat down with one of my cousins at, at a wedding and I was explaining, explaining the different ideas and he, he glazed over. He wasn't very interested. He, I'd kind of lost him. And then I mentioned the jigsaw puzzle of the map of Africa. And he's like, ah, oh. like he automatically perked up and he's like, that's a great idea. Yep. I can see that working. So that made me, you know, go with that idea. Um, and I was just sitting at home and I was just thinking, what name should I call it? You know, at first I was thinking maybe Black Stars Puzzle or Sanko, you know, like, then I was, it just kind of just came to me. I was very puzzled. Like, it just, it's, it's a funny pun. It's a funny, like, <laughs> it is, you know, it is, and yeah. it's something that translates to everybody. You don't have to be African or Ghanaian. You don't have to be, you know, yeah. And I, I, I quickly, search for the domain name and it was available so i just registered it and just yeah. didn't really look back because at the time for me it was like you've got like a hundred things to do you don't want to spend mm -hmm. like days weeks or months thinking of a name like the perfect name just you know yeah and it just happened like that to me anyway that was a nice mm. name and it rang a bell yeah yeah, I actually absolutely love the name and um what i noticed as well i mean because we're just on this the screen now is that the the logo actually reminds me a little bit of I mean you know the the little it's like a little orange kind of curve below the very it kind of reminds yeah. me of um the Am the Amazon logo for some reason you know the little smile yeah, kind of arrow yeah. just below it yeah it kind of reminds yeah. me of that which is but but I love the fact that you went for that name because if you went for something such as maybe um something like maybe something to do with Ghana with an puzzled that may have restricted you from creating products that go outside of Africa. Do you get it? Yeah. So I yeah. think what you did um, was was genius because it kind of set you, you know, up for like future success and didn't restrict you in terms of what you could do, um, you know, in the immediate in the, in the immediate time. Uh, and yeah. that's 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 clearly your daughter in, in the picture, which is yeah. fantastic. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to come back to you know the website and take a look at all the different puzzles that you created. All right, cool. So very positive name. I love the name. Um, 
before you kind of dive into the puzzles, actually, just tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, kind of like what you've been like, the kind of like your kind of background and, you know, maybe a little bit about what you're doing, you know, that led up to the puzzle. Yeah, so um, I was born in Ghana. Um, I moved to the UK mm -hmm. when I was seven. Um, before moving to the UK, my mum moved here before me. So I spent like parts of my early childhood with my grandmother and my great aunt. Um, and, you know, I absolutely loved it there. They adored me. Um, yeah, they treated me like a little emperor. I was like very, very <laughs> cheeky. I would talk back. I would, you know, make requests and demands. And this was at a time where, you know, children would just be beaten mercilessly for like the smallest infraction for like, <laughs> and nobody ever, you know, laid a finger on me, um, other than one of my aunts, but I deserved it, which is fine. Um, <laughs> um, so I was just running around, um, just waiting for the day that I kind of get called to go to, uh, a brochi, um, to, you know, to go to the, where the, the streets are paved with gold and, and that kind of thing. Um, but I came to the Money UK. And the trees. <laughs> it was cold. Yeah, you know, the food wasn't as, as, as tasty and as, I don't know, it was just everything was just, it was a huge, um, adjustment, uh, for me. But, but it was fine. You know, you adapt, you're young and, you know, you grow up, you, you, you forget your accent, you know, you assimilate. Um, yeah. And, you know, I didn't do very well at school. I don't know why. I just wouldn't focus. I wouldn't sit, you know, um, I graduated with like three GCSEs. It was just terrible. Um, my mom obviously wasn't happy, like just, yeah. Um, but I, I did yeah. go into university and I got a degree and I got a master's degree. So I, maybe I redeemed myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but I think in, in my household, you know, we had a, an extended family, uh, with aunts, uncles, cousins and, and things. And so I think, you know, it was kind of drummed into us, you know, kind of make your family proud and, you know, um, yeah, just, trying to achieve, you know, you're here for a reason. Um, yeah, just, you know, make use of the opportunities that you have um, and, and, you know, the benefits that, that you, you gain from being in this country because, you know, there's people still to this day, you know, struggling, um, risking their lives to get to this country because they can see the opportunity. So, you know, it's, yeah. So that, that was that really. Just obviously African parents, very strong in academics, um, you know, Want you to be successful, um, and just having that drilled into you. But um, I think I was always a bit of a tearaway, um, a bit of a maverick, and kind of wanted to do my own thing. But I just didn't understand or know what that was, and maybe it wasn't till later in life when maybe you know I could strike out on my own. I could maybe understand myself a bit better, uh, maybe focus on my passions, and I think really the the birth of my daughter kind of made things a bit more crystal and just gave me that, that focus and that um, sense of purpose because just me, myself, it's like, it's okay, right? I can kind of coast through life, but having another person that depends on you and kind of relies on you um, just gave me that sense of, all oh, right, okay, this, this is my purpose and I've got to, you know, really do something worthwhile. And, and yeah, so, yeah, so that's what, what, inspired me and kind of got me going really wow um yeah that, that's 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 pretty incredible um i can definitely relate to you in terms of you know 
you know, growing up a little bit in Ghana, you know, I, I lived there, you know, three, four years, went to school there and everything and um, even picked up the accent. But then I kind of ran back to the UK, you know, before the accent could be set in stone. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, understand, you know, having African parents, you know, drilling into you, you know, education, academics and, you know, getting good grades and all that good stuff. Um, but also on the, on the flip side, I can also relate to you in terms of, you know, people um, maybe not getting those opportunities here in, in Ghana, for example, and having to work their socks off and not really getting much, you know, probably having to live hand to mouth in some cases you see in like the street hawkers, et cetera. I mean, I wrote an article called, you know, um, about street hawkers and that kind of went viral years ago. Um, but it really kind of depicted, you know, like what they go through and also the hustle and the F work ethic that they have to really survive in the streets. And if we had that in the West, you know, it could be a whole different story for a lot of people. Um, but yeah, um, you know, humble, humble, hardworking upbringing, but it looks like, you know, you, you've kind of turned whatever challenges or, you know, you know, disadvantages or barriers you've maybe faced in life into advantages you know um i mean you know maybe didn't get the best gcse's but also you managed to go to university and even get a master's you know i've even even i don't have a master's you know and then you had the daughter beautiful daughter and then she's inspired you to go and create this business you understand so um you have you know some wonderful you know um things in your life that's pushed you to where you are today and and it's just amazing what, what, what you're doing um but yeah thank you for sharing i really appreciate that I'm sure the audience can relate to that as well. I hope so. Excellent. So look, let's let's go straight to the puzzles. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen. We're gonna share a screen again. We're gonna have a look at the puzzles. Maybe you can talk us quickly through um, some of the puzzles that you have. All right. Um, so yeah. we're, on the, we're on the screen now, and I think this is one of the first puzzles that I that I remember seeing. The the I think it was the hundred piece or the thirty two piece African map giant jigsaw puzzle. I think it was this one. Um, yeah, I think if the screen just loads, I think it was this one. I don't know if you can you see that. Yeah, so so that was the first puzzle that we did. Um, yeah, and yeah, like I said, I wanted to really have something that my daughter, you know, could feel proud mm. of. Um, and obviously, Africa resonates to you know any black person anywhere in the world. Um, yeah. and that really went well when it came out. So at first, I wasn't sure if I should even do it. So I had the design done and I had um, a sample made and I reached out to my cousins and my brothers that we have in a WhatsApp group and just, you know, showed it to them, you know, got their feedback and, you know, they were like, yeah, you know, we, we would support this, you know, if you need any money, you know, we would, you know, we would contribute. And that mm -hmm. gave me the, the acknowledgement or that gave me the, I don't know, the confidence to go ahead and do it myself. And so I, you know, I ordered, I think it was like a hundred at the time that, that I, the wow. minimum I could do. Um, yeah. and yeah, within about a week, they were pretty much sold out because I'd gone to several shops and, you know, the shops took them. I'd gone to like a market and I sold quite a few. Um, and so, yeah, I just went back and ordered more. And then from then it was like, okay, what else can I do? I could have made different versions of the Africa puzzle, like more pieces, fewer pieces, different designs. But I kind of decided mm -hmm. to go straight and do uh, a Ghana one because, as I said, I really wanted to make sure, you know, you know, my daughter was proud of who she was. And I could also imagine, you know, the Ghanaian community really supporting such a product, which, which they have done. Mm -hmm. Um, and that okay. went well. And then from then we did like, uh, Ethiopia and Nigeria and South Africa. 
And mm-hmm. I don't know if, if backlash is the word, but um, we've got some grumbles about, you know, what about the Caribbean? Why don't we have any Caribbean? <laughs> like, you know, why is it always all skewed to Africa? And it's like, oh, okay, cool. So we did a we did a Jamaica one. We were going to do one anyway. And mm-hmm. initially my plan was which countries have the biggest population. So Nigeria, Ethiopia, and Africa. Um, and then we did Jamaica, which has a population of about, I think, two, three million. And that's the mm. second best selling products we have. And so it's like, really? oh, wow. Yeah. So it was like, actually, wow. it's not how many people you have is how patriotic they are. And so that was yeah. a really good um, learning experience for us. Um, and so from that, we did a, you know, a Caribbean one, Barbados, Trinidad, you know, so we've also started to build out the whole range um, within the Caribbean as well. Um, we've That's done incredible. other things. So we created a set of posters that go with most of the puzzles. We also started to create some T-shirts that children can color in um, that okay. go with the puzzles. Um, and what we're really excited about now is um, our activity book. So this is where, you know, it's 52 pages. And children can mm-hmm. do different types of activities. So it could be coloring in. It could be solving, you know, um, crosswords and word searches. You know, it could be doing like a maze. Um, mm. Just a whole collection of different activities. And the thing for us is everything that we do is focused, you know, on a particular country, continent or region. Um, but also we want it to be... Um, interactive for the child so you know they're doing something that's educational but they're not they're seeing it as fun and so you know they get they you know they're going to be engaged um and they're going to be happy to you know you know yeah you know do what they're doing basically and um yeah it gives the parents you know some free time that maybe they can do other things um while the child is engaged or you know you can spend quality time together and you know do these activities you know as you know, as a family beautiful beautiful i mean you really are you know catering to that you know that kind of that young child that young child that family type audience because let's face it um if your products were just limited to puzzles it's all well and good but you know i bet you'll think to yourself after a while what's that next step we can take after just selling puzzles oh an activity book oh maybe a maybe a memory game oh maybe even a t-shirt you know call it in t-shirt you know not just a t-shirt call it in t-shirt that kids can get involved in and color in and i can see here you've got you know again quite a few you know t-shirts here which kids can color in and i think that's genius you know i didn't even i wasn't even really familiar with the concept of coloring t-shirt and of course you got a ghana one you know and whoever whatever country the kids are from they can get the t-shirt color it in and then of course they can wear it afterwards as well which is brilliant um so i think you know from just taking the idea of initial puzzle I think you've done a brilliant job in terms of taking that initial idea of one original puzzle set, expanding it to different countries and continents, and then kind of like following that kind of same theme or following that same kind of uh, process and then replicating it in different types of products. And I think you've done an amazing job, Patrick. You know, you should really give yourself a pat on pat the back. Um, these are not tacky products. So these are really good, high quality products. The illustrations are beautiful. Um, it's really colorful. And I'm sure the kids love it too. I'm sure families and parents love it too, who of course would be buying these products for their um, for their kids as well. Um, so I'm sure you have to appeal to them in a certain way. Um, but is there anything for adults? 
Not not at the moment, um, specifically towards adults. We might do like a 500-piece puzzle going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea is that adults can still sit with the children in their lives, whether it's their own child or it's their nephew or niece or whatever it might be, you know, grandchild. Mm-hmm. And they can still engage and, you know, share their experiences of that country or ask any questions that a child might have because, you know, between, you know, certain ages, I don't know, like, three to seven or, you know, children just ask why all the time. They've just got hundreds and hundreds of questions. And so as the adult, if you're doing a puzzle, you know, they might ask, you know, who's that person? What's that thing? Have you eaten that? You know, so you're already there. So even though you're not maybe maybe doing a puzzle yourself, you're still, you know, being involved and you're providing value. Um, Obviously, adults can do the puzzle. It wouldn't necessarily be challenging for them. But I think as an adult, you know, we work, we're stressed, we come home, we eat badly, you know, we binge on TV and actually, or we binge on social media, right? So actually, you know, half an hour to an hour doing a puzzle is productive in that, you know, it reduces your stress, your anxiety. It kind of is a stress reliever. Um, and you're not scrolling social media and getting depressed by other people's highlight reels and that sort of thing. So although it, it's aimed at children, adults can still get value and it's still just, you know, a nice thing that you can do that's just, you know, mindfulness, basically, which, you know, we all need to hopefully, or I think, yeah, we could all practice and do more. So, you know, we will possibly do adult puzzles in future, but also I think there is still value in what we have for adults at the moment. So, yeah. That's that's actually amazing. I think you're saving families, Patrick, because an average family of today's day and age on the dinner table, probably most of them are on their phones, right? Right, <laughs> and then maybe the parent, depending on what what type of parent it is, the parent might accept it, may they may permit to, they may allow it, or they might be like, "Hey, get off your phones!" You know, we're going to talk as a family kind of thing, and the person or the kid might be like, "Oh, mommy, daddy, I don't really want to get involved." But with the puzzle, it's like not only does the kid want to get involved, the parent wants to get involved as well. Um, so you're you're you you know you're getting away from the TV, from the screens, from social media, as you mentioned as well. And then you're also, you know, improving their mental health because, you know, the more time was absorbed by these screens is not very good for us. So you're doing, you're hitting a lot of points with this puzzle. And it's, it's, it's crazy. Something as simple as a puzzle can do so many different things, you know. Yeah. So again, I just want to congratulate you for the work you've done. Um, I've seen you've been featured in quite, quite a few um, media, press, you know, Forbes, Channel 4. Um, and and the rest so you've got some really good pr out there as well um to talk in terms of achievements and stuff um talk us through achievements that you've that you're proud of i mean i know you were um you're an award winner from the junior design awards and the independent toy awards of 2023 talk us quickly through that um, yeah no thank you for that i mean i think really for me i think just starting and 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 continuing is, is really my proudest achievement. I think, um, like, because you know we, we were we got on Dragons Den in 2020. It, it didn't get on air, oh. um, and we didn't get okay. funding. And I was really like, um, I was I was really taken aback. I was really saddened by it, and I because you know you feel like this gonna be this could be life changing, and yeah, no, it, 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 it brought me to tears. Um, because I'm sorry, to really, I think the thing is the realization for me is like just making my family proud is, is, is really my goal, my aim and, and, you know, my biggest achievement and accomplishment. I think everything else, all the awards, accolades, all the features, they're, they're great. And a lot of it is, it's really luck. Um, 
I mean, you can work hard, but th- there's a huge element of luck. Um, I, I think really just making my family proud and um, just being able to look my daughter in the eye and honestly say, you know, I've 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 tried and I've you know I've 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 given you know I've put in a good effort. Um, I you know I can never not tell her to follow her dreams because I know that you know I'm pursuing mine and so I feel like just doing that alone that's that's the thing that I'm most proud of and just just yeah making my family proud making my mum proud that's yeah I, you know that anything any, everything else is a bonus um yeah that's that's kind of yeah that's that's my main thing that's powerful, Patrick. Really, thank you for sharing that. Um, it, it's very clear family drives you, you know, a, you know, the most when it comes to, you know, what you're doing and who you are and, and your business. And, and, and as a result of that, you're also seeing the benefits and the fruit and the profits from that as well, which is beautiful. Um, but yeah, I think, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's giving you all and, you know, letting your, f- and then I think what makes it worthwhile is the family behind you and seeing them, seeing you do great and seeing you kind of like contribute something and making them proud. I think that also kind of gives you a sense of satisfaction that nothing really can't in, in this, in this life. Of course, I mean, God is up there, but you know, um, it really is a driving force. And I, I know the power of, you know, family, you know, just wanted to make family proud wanted to leave something behind you know it, it really is something you know deep, deep to the core of your soul that you know you can't really explain you know what that means so i, I totally totally understand where you're coming from and you know i'm sure it's going to continue to be a, a, a driving force for you um on the topic of motivation um what would you say to um aspiring entrepreneurs or you know or creators or people that want to maybe start a business or start something um what would you say, I mean, what would you, what tips would you give to them that want to start something, especially when they hit a, a hurdle? I mean, you talked about dragons, they're not getting through and that even bring you to tears. They didn't even make, make it to TV. Um, of, of course, as hard as it is, you know, it would kind of set you back. Well, what tips would you give to entrepreneurs who, who face setbacks? You know, what should be their motivation? How can they keep going when things get tough? Yeah, uh, there's no real easy answer. Um, it's, it's, it's a challenge. I mean, people always say have, have a why and, and that can always, you know, refer back to your why. Um, I think my, one of my main things is just always be yourself and to believe in yourself. So, um, and it, they sound really simple. Um, but they're, it's quite important just to be yourself because you can't be anybody else. If people don't like you for who you are, then at least you know, and there's no point being somebody else because then if they don't like that, some, you know, it just, you just, you just turn, you know, you go around. So just always be yourself, but also you have to believe in yourself. You have to back yourself. You have to, you know, think that you can do it and think that you're capable. Um, because it gets hard. People are going to doubt you, but more so people are just not going to understand what you're trying to do, maybe, or mm-hmm. appreciate cut. Yeah. So you just have to believe in yourself and just keep going. Um, if you can, it's not easy. Um, so yeah, it's, I think. Especially when I was starting and even myself, sometimes you project all of the glamour and you project all of the success and all of the highlights and all of the wins. And what I've tried to do is, um, I email, you know, my subscribers like once a month. And what I tried to do as well is highlight just the things that didn't go wrong, right? Or some of the disappointments, um, and the hurdles. Um, because I, th- I think it's, 
it's good to share those as well and be honest. And, um, yeah, I think people, people appreciate that because I'll get emails back like, you know, well done, you're doing well. And, you know, yeah, you know, so yeah, it's, it's not easy. Um, that's not to discourage anybody because if you've got the passion, um, and it's your calling, then by all means go for it. Um, I think one of the things that I've learned and I'm trying to understand is just patience because I'll email like a hundred mm. people in a day or two and, you know, just <laughs> not hear anything for like weeks, months, even years. And people don't eat. I'm like, wow, what? Just, and it's like, okay, yeah, let's talk. Um, uh, and similar with you, right? Like we met like five, six, seven years ago and it's only now that we're actually connecting and actually doing a pot. So it's, it's patience and sometimes things fall into place at the right time. Um, and that's something that I'm not necessarily used to. And especially in this day and age where everything's kind of instant and just learning to play the long game as it were. Um, mm. and as an example, like getting stopped in John Lewis, Hamley's, you know, these things were all very, all great. And it looks great on the CV as it were. But actually what then happens is like every six months or so I can go back to John Lewis or, or Waterstones and say, Oh, look, we've got a memory game now. You're taking, you know, let's say, you know, five, however many of these products already, you should maybe take, you know, half the amount in the, in the activity books or in the memory game. And so, and I, and sometimes I need to sit back and like, actually, right, that's quite powerful. Actually, you're actually speaking to these guys and you're actually pitching them and mm. you're already in there. So, you know, hopefully they'll take more of your products and you continue to expand over the years and, and build on what you have. And so, um, just having that and that this is, you know, potentially an ongoing revenue stream that you have that you can basically, you know, hopefully expand. Obviously there might be ups mm. and downs and, you know, trends and things like that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, so yeah, having that patience and just having that, yeah, that long game in mind, I think, um, hopefully will, will bear fruit. Um, you know, yeah. Cause, also, just quickly to add, you, you do get the sense sometimes, um, mm -hmm. you know, this company turned over 20 million in one year, or this company made a billion in five, you know, you, you get like the big figures and mm -hmm. it doesn't always work like that. And a lot of business, as far as I'm aware, you know, maybe aren't profitable for like the first few years and a lot of businesses go under within the first. Few. So it's, I think, yeah, having that longevity, um, it's something that maybe should be celebrated as well. Yeah, you should definitely celebrate it, Patrick. I think um, I think it's ninety percent of businesses fell in the first three years, or is it five years? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we're now speaking six years later since you started your business, and you're still here. You know, mm -hmm. so definitely give yourself a pat on the back. You know, you've survived the pandemic, which is another um, filter or tester for a lot of people, a lot of businesses as well. It could it could it could have gone one or the other way for people during the pandemic as well. You're still here. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, you played a long game, you know, it's, it's paid off, it's pay and it's still paying off. And, um, you know, you've been honest, you know, you've been honest, you've been authentic, you know, you're sharing with your audience, you're sharing with subscribers, the downs, but at the same time, you're also getting ups with that come with that as well. And then, you know, you don't get the ups without the downs and those that just want to show off the fancy f revenue figures. <laughs> You know, it's not always it's not always it because you know what they say, you know, vanity is insanity, profit is sanity. So you could have this huge revenue, but at the end of the day, what's the profit really say? What do you get to take home? 
that's why it matters at, at the end of the day. And, you know, and you've been able to take something home to your daughter, to your family, to your wife or whatever. You get it. So mm. you're doing a great job. You're doing a great, great. job. Yeah. And great. And quickly, um, 2024 goals. Um, the key one for us is continue to expand our product range. So really build out the activity books um, and the memory games that we're really, okay. really excited about. Um, and then mm-hmm. the other thing is really just to find a distributor. So we were speaking to a distributor in America. They said no. Um, we okay. we're now talking to another distributor that's UK and America. Um, one in Germany and one mm-hmm. in South Africa potentially. So we're just really, really excited about finding a distributor because that then means you know you've got other people championing the products, other people doing the sales other people leveraging their own channels and networks to like really grow, grow the business. Um, and I think it gets to that point where, you know, it, it's a business that hopefully my daughter could basically manage in the next, you know, few years, you know, two to three years, even like, cause typically you'd just be like sending an email to the distributor, finding out the order numbers and then sending an email to the manufacturer mm-hmm. to like manufacture and, and it's something that she could, you know, probably That's do now it. if I showed her. So I feel like, you know, she could be learning the ropes, you know, and maybe getting pocket money um, or maybe putting on a payroll. And again, you know, <laughs> having that when, so when, you know, when she really wants it, you know, you know, she's got something that she can play with um, when she's older. But I just feel it's a learning, learning experience and it can kind of demystify things so that when she has it, because she's got her own ideas and, you know, it's just showing her, mm-hmm this is the process. And so, you know, if she wants to develop her own product line, you know, whether within this range or of her own or whatever mm-hmm. she wants to do, really, she, you know, it's not magic. There's just like a process. So even if she wants to be, you know, I don't know, an astronomer or I don't know, <laughs> yeah, whatever it might be, it just, just showing her that, you know, you can actually go for it and, um, you know, giving her the confidence to, to you know, to strike out with, on, on her own whatever it is she wants to do in life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I really, again, I really love how you've got family in mind and you really want to leave an inheritance and build generational wealth for your family and, you know, really, you know, be that father figure for your daughter and also, you know, hand something over to her that she can take over in the near future or even join, you know, join, you know, joint venture with you, you know, and I, I think, you know, what an amazing thing would it be to be in business with, you know, with a son, with a daughter, and to, and, to, and then to see them eventually take take over, take it over from you. Um, I mean, I, I mean, it's it's quite a sight. So um, I'm looking forward to that day <laughs> when when she goes from co CEO to CEO. <laughs> what a what an interesting uh, um, sight that would be. And and I think I've seen that in um, I think I think it was a Lamborghini movie I watched or the Ferrari movie I watched. And um, I think Lamborghini had a had a son. I've had a few sons, and I think one of the sons ended up taken over him i think um and then he ended up dying and the son took over and i think it's, it's i think it's quite you know common in, in italian families but i think the secret to longevity is having family take over the business and when you when you have a, a, a successor lined up it just makes things easy easy to keep that generation going but when you don't you know things can be quite messy and, and i've noticed that with certain businesses but the family-owned businesses tend to be the most or genuine and seem to be the most long, the long running ones as well. 
and sometimes the most profitable too. So, you know, I think you're onto something and, you know, really proud of you, what you're doing, not just in the Ghanaian community, the African community and now the Caribbean community, because, you know, um, the Jamaica wants a piece, wants a piece of the pie too, no pun intended, or a piece of the puzzle, but also what you're doing around the world. So yeah, I just want to congratulate you, Patrick, you're doing a great job and I definitely need to order some of those puzzles this year. Yeah, thank you so much. No, you're you're absolutely correct because, um, especially yeah, like I said, the Italians. I think it was Ferrari, maybe because that's quite a new film that's come out. But um, mm-hmm. like Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy, that's owned by like a, a a guy, and he's like all his children are like own different like bright brands, and obviously you've got Rupert Murdoch, like him or not, you know, his mm-hmm. one of his children's inheriting, you know, his his business. Um, and then yeah, things yeah, like exactly. Disney, um, I don't know, Prada. These are all you know names of people, like actual people's names we're wearing, and it's their family that owns it. Um, so yeah, yeah we, we should definitely you know try to do more of that, and and I think it, it's good competition as well. Like you know, each each and every one of us in our families, you know, building something that you know we're competing against the arcade. They've got the puzzles. We're going to do the farming. We're going to do the real estate, and then you know you're building up your family name. You know your 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 house basically, right? You you know, um, and sometimes I think maybe in Italy because different families had their things. I think that maybe spurs you on. Okay, we want to be as good as their family. We don't want to be left behind, or you know. So yeah, you you kind of take pride, and then you know at some point maybe you know the families maybe even like marry and then and then build you know that dynasty and, and that kind of thing so uh maybe that's something that yeah we need to do more in ghana and across africa as a whole in the caribbean to just build up our families absolutely that's the key that's the key you know family unit you know keeps 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 things moving you know keeps things moving okay well patrick it's been great having you on the show really enjoyed this conversation most importantly where can everyone find very puzzled on social media and where can they get those hands on the puzzle i mean we've shown them the website they can definitely get from the website but where else can they get it yeah so definitely on our website um our social media is very very puzzled um on all of the social media networks very puzzled was already taken on social media so we just went we're very very puzzled um and also i'll shout out the black owned businesses so Try going into Diverse in Brixton, the Black Cultural Archives also in Brixton. Um, those are two really great places. Um, and also the Black Pound Day shop in Westfield, uh, Westfield, Stratford and White City. You can get it there. Um, we are also available in Wild Gecko in Accra and My Booksy in Accra as well for those in Ghana. Um, and then if you're not in any of those places, any of those locations, then you can go to obviously Hamleys, John Lewis and Waterstones, which are um, national retail brands. Um, and you can also check on those websites um, and you can see like, you know, which shop, which branches have it. But also you can order, click and collect from um, most of those uh, shops as well. Brilliant. Well, I mean, you've definitely spread, spread it. You've definitely spread it your wings in terms of distributors, and I'm sure you're going to spread even more in 2024. Patrick, you do an amazing, amazing job with, with the puzzle and with your family, and looking forward to seeing where you're going to be the next year to even five years. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Adrian. I appreciate it. Pleasure.
All right, guys. So there you have it. And uh, we'll leave all the links and some of the, the key points mentioned in the podcast player, if you're listening on the podcast player or, or on the YouTube channel in the description below if you're watching the YouTube. All right, guys. So we're going to see you in the next conversation.